Welcome back to another beautiful Thursday afternoon. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're ready to join me on this horror movie breakdown, third installment. And so far, I think it's going good. Alright, now, welcome back to the Rainy Day Horror Show. I am your host with the most Dusty McBalls. Alright, I am the certified cougar hunter. I am the man with the biggest testicles on planet earth. That's if you don't talk to my exes. Alright. Now, on today's episode of Horror Movie Breakdowns or Horror Movie Reviews, I have one of the best, coolest, scariest movies from when I saw it, which was when I was 14, because that's when it released, we are looking at Last Shift, alright? This story, this movie, will knock your socks off. It is kind of terrifying, alright? And if you are in love, or not really in love, but like, if you love learning about cults and seeing like the whole psychological side of cults, this is your movie, Alright, so, I'm going to first give you the synopsis, then I'm going to review it, go through everything, go through the movie, scene by scene, blah, 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 and then I will tell you who made it, what actors were in it, and I would tell you the box office and the budget, but I can't tell you because it's nowhere to be found, alright, and I've been looking for a little bit and I couldn't find it, alright, and then I'm going to tell you about the sequel, a little bit about the sequel. Not as good as The Last Shift, but it's called Malum. And I'll maybe dive into that for a little bit and tell you my thoughts on it. But it wasn't, it's not as good as The Last Shift. But without further ado, let's get into The Last Shift. Alright, so the little synopsis or synop or their release, whatever, the release thing that they post out to get people to come and watch it, is this movie is a Manson-inspired horror film centering around a transitioning police station. Officer Jessica Lauren has been assigned to wait for a hazmat team to come pick up biohazardous waste from the station's armory. Well, not really their armory, but their evidence room, alright, and we all know when you're dealing with blood and stuff like that, you have to call the biohazard team, alright, but unbeknownst to Jessica, cult leader John Michael Payman has haunted the department ever since he and two of his followers committed suicide a year ago to date, and now Jessica is about to find out how dangerous they can be when she's left alone on this last shift. Alright, now now it's time for the review. Okay, let's, let's break her down. Let's break her down a little bit, alright? So, Officer Jessica Lauren is a rookie cop. And she's showing up for her first day on the job. Which sucks because it's going to ruin her whole career. But... 
she decided to pick up this last shift. Nobody wanted it, so she's like, I'll just sign up for it. I'll come do it, okay? So that's what she does. And her assignment is to cover this last shift at this now abandoned police station. And when she arrives, she gets there. She meets Sergeant Cohen at the old station where he explains all calls are being routed to the new station. And there's a little bit of foreshadowing here too, because he also tells her not to go into the holding cells. So after she meets him, she gets the rundown. Her job is like pretty simple and it's pretty direct. And he also tells her now sit here tonight. And if anybody comes by, just direct them to the new station that's right up the road. And if anybody calls for like a 911, if it somehow gets through, just direct, tell them to call the new station or call back to the new station so they can come talk to them. And her basic thing is just to wait there for the hazmat team that's coming between 10 p.m. and 4 a.m. to obviously dispose of the waste or not the waste, but the evidence in the evidence room. So, as she's waiting, you know, she just sits there, kind of doing nothing, and just like, la di da da explores a little bit, and you get a few jump scares here and there, and other than that, nothing really happens in that first little bit, until the homeless man, he breaks in. First time he breaks in, pisses everywhere, all over the floor, right in front of her. So, she shoves him out, and tells him to like get the fuck out of here I don't want you leave so he ends up leaving and now she gets a phone call from this girl named Monica claiming to be in distress and she's like trying to figure out she's like hey call back called called the office like like they they know what's up there and she's like well tell me what's going on and stuff like that so she's, Monica's telling her what's going on. She's writing it down. And so as she writes it down, the line disconnects. So she calls the actual station and is like, hey, there's this girl calling saying she's in distress. Like, I thought all the calls were rerouted to you guys. And he's like, they should be. They should be routed to us. And she's like, well, I'm getting this, this phone call that's being a little weird, right? And then... You hear some spooky shit, some suspense fills up, and then you, she's like wandering, trying to figure out where it is, and then she finds the homeless man in the station, again, looking through all of these boxes, trying to find something. So she gets him down, beats him with a baton, tases him, and then she handcuffs him and throws him in the holding cells, right? And then he's freaking out, he's like, let me out, let me out, let me out, and she's like, no. Alright, she doesn't let him out. Gets back to her um, station where she sits, the desk where she, sit, where she sits. And she just sits there and then Monica calls again. And is giving her more of a rundown of like what she's going through. And she's like, hey, call the station. Like this, call the new station. And But Monica's not listening. So as Monica's talking, she's writing all the stuff down. And she calls the station back and tells them, like, hey, I keep getting this girl calling me. And he's the guy's like, okay, what's her name? And he, she's like, Monica. So they take her name down 
and then after that hangs up and as you kind of sift through and all this weird shit is happening to her she ends up being checked up on by one of her like one of the her colleagues or who you think is her colleague and as he's checking up on her he's telling her stories about the payment family and her dad because her dad was there the night that they raided their cult farm or whatever and her dad you find out was shot in the line of duty and this guy that was that's checking up on her this officer that's checking up on her was actually her dad's partner and so they're talking a little bit and he starts to leave away and as he walks away you see a huge gunshot wound in the back of his head so after that some more spooky stuff happens and this is where it really really picks up after that right so then she goes back to holding and she sees that the guy hung himself but he didn't hang himself right it was the payments that hung himself and now that she realizes who the payments are and stuff like that she ends up like being tortured like psychologically tortured like she doesn't know what's real what's fake and then she goes outside because she sees this lady and she also tells lauren the lady tells lauren like you know the payments hung themselves in here right and she was like no they didn't like why why would the payments hang themselves so she tells the story of well after the shootout they took in, they took custody of John Michael Payman and two of his followers and they committed suicide in holding and before they committed suicide they were performing a reincarnation ceremony and then right before they all you know off themselves he, the leader, John Michael Payman, vowed to return and go after the officer's children. And then, after that, some more spooky, really crazy shit starts happening. And then she's like, she calls Officer Cohen and is like, Hey, get me out of here. I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. And as she starts to leave the station, she gets a phone call. And it's her father. And he's dead. So it's really like, oh my god. WTF question mark exclamation point question mark, right? So the spirit of her father convinces her to stay. And bring an end to the haunting of the payments. So as she's on this phone, she sees three payment cult members. And they start firing at her with these... Well, obviously fake guns because they're not real. They're dead. So, she starts firing back at them. And it's like this whole shootout scene and she's hunting them down and stuff like that. And it's kind of spooky because they throw in some jump scares and it just it's really catches you off guard. And as she kills the first one, she moves on to the second one. Kills the second one, moves on to the third one. And then as she kills the third one, she gets shot and it was officer cohen who shot her and as she sh gets shot 
she realizes that the people that she shot at was the hazmat team that was coming to collect the evidence and dispose of it. And as she's laying there on the ground with her back up against a wall, she starts crying. It's like, no, 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 no. I didn't do this. Like, what? Like, they were the payments, right? And he's looking at her like, what the fuck, right? And as, as, it's kind of funny. As she's laying there, she kind of dazes in and out. Not of consciousness, but of, like, reality. And as she's, like, going in and out, she starts singing the cult tune. Now she's singing the cult tune, the three payments that she that hung themselves in the holding cells come to her and that is the end of the movie. All right? Now, this movie on Rotten Tomatoes. Shout out Rotten Tomatoes. I love Rotten Tomatoes. They are they don't hold back on the ratings or the reviews and it is just this this one is deserved. All right? They gave it 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, here, let's listen. Let's, let, let me read off some of the reviews. All right. Jordy Serkin. A great disturbing film that builds tension and rewards you with some solid jump scares and haunting imagery. This film isn't perfect and leaves some unanswered questions, but that doesn't prevent it from having an effect. I agree, okay? You kind of do have to infer a lot with this movie and pay attention a little bit, but it was, I think it was still good. It was still straightforward, but you have to listen a little bit and kind of infer. But it, they do come out with everything. And I think, it, I think it's a great film. I really do, okay? Another review comes from Emma Wolf, a great, intense twisted storyline it has a little bit of everything 100% agree 100% agree if you like cult movies and the paranormal this is your jam all right now i'm going to give you guys one last one and this one comes from ch newell a solid horror film with savagely effective makeup effects atmospheric mood and disturbing psychological thrills set inside a claustrophobic location Agreed. 100% agreed. Now, their makeup... See, this was... You can tell this was a very low-budget film. I couldn't figure... I couldn't find out, so I don't know 100%. But it looks like a, like a low-budget film. And for what they had to work with, it was really, really good. And for people who don't, like don't know like what classifies a low budget film as a low budget film it has to like the money that was involved may seem like a lot to you and me but it's i guess in the movie world it's not so a low budget film is classified as anything below five million dollars and this one you could tell was a low budget film even though five million dollars is still a lot of money Let's let's just put that out there. It is a lot of money, but this one was below $5 million. Now, you may be asking yourself, when did it release? Who were, who's the director? Who's the writers? 
who's the cast. All right, I'm gonna I'm I'm tell you. I'm gonna tell you right now. The director is Anthony De Blasi, and the writers are Anthony De Blasi and Scott Poley. Now, some of the top actors, actresses in this movie is Juliana Harkavi, and she plays Jessica Lauren, the detective, the, not the detective, the police officer that this bad stuff is all happening to. Um, Joshua McHale, who is John Michael Payman. Um, Hank Stone, who is Officer Cohen. And I'm trying to think of... Oh, and then Catherine Kilger, who is Dorothy Payman, and she is... The, one of the people that also killed them. And they did a fantastic job. The, I think this is a great movie. For being low budget, I think it's a great movie. And it, not only is it just a horror movie, it's also a psychological horror movie. Because it really, for her, she doesn't really see what's real and what's not. She can't depict reality. And I think, all around, I think it's a great movie. And then they did release... A sequel called well not it's it's technically a sequel but it's like a reboot and it's called Malum now this one they had more of a budget because you could tell they had more actors it was shot with better equipment even even though it was around like nine years so the technology could have changed a lot and the last or not the last shift last shift did release in October 25th of 2014 and it released at Fright Fest but it didn't come to streaming or Netflix until a year later okay but so that could have played a role maybe why it was shot better but I'm just saying you could tell that they had a way bigger budget and I would love for them to come out with like an actual sequel or like a prequel like so you can see what her dad went through and like what happened to her dad and everybody around him and get more backstory behind the cult that'd be really cool and i think they should release a movie that does that that's what i would have done but yes no this is a great all-around movie i highly recommend it and it's right now it is on amazon prime and it is on tubi shout out tubi we love tubi because they have really good horror movies and then they have the most abomination of horror movies okay if you don't have Tubi download it they have a shit ton of horror movies good and bad but yes this one is on Tubi and Amazon Prime if you want to go and watch it highly recommend it but yeah other than that that's all I got um I hope your guys's work week is going well I hope you get paid I hope you buy yourself something nice, and yeah. So I ironically chose Last Shift, having being a cult movie without even thinking that this Sunday we're doing a cult episode two on Child of God. So stay tuned for that. That'll be interesting and that'll be fun. And yeah, that's all I really got for you guys. Remember, stay frosty, stay foxy, and most importantly, the most important thing, where I will put you in one of my episodes. Stay safe. I love y'all. Deuces.